0: tribe welcome back to another episode of the soul seeker podcast i am switching things up just a little bit today and i'm going to share with you a clip that one of my mentors charlie johnson sent me via text and it's interesting because every now and then when charlie texts me whether it's just a, a little hey how are your meditations going or an image of something or pictures from a book or sometimes he sends me a voice text always seems to be divine timing and this was with no exception so what you're going to be hearing in this episode is a short eh, you could call it a podcast it's not really a podcast but I'm sharing this medicine with you in the form of a podcast short clip an audio text that my mentor sent me it's 11 minutes long and I'm calling this we'll see it's a story in which you'll see what happens and with that Here's Charlie.
1: There was a small town in India, a little farming town, and there was uh, a one guy that was in, uh, you know, like the main guy in the in the city, had the most land, had a horse, and just a real, really nice guy. Everyone enjoyed him in the town. His friend came up to him one day and said, man, you are so lucky. You have You have all this land and you have a horse to plow it and... You can provide for your family and friends, and just just amazing. The guy said, we'll see. About a week later, the horse that he owned broke out from the stable and just took off, just disappeared. A friend came up to him and said, oh, that is just terrible. That's such bad luck. What are you going to do? I said, we'll see. A couple days later, that same horse came back with a bunch of friends, like three or four more horses. friend came up to him and was like, Good. wow, man. <clears throat> What incredible luck! How does this happen to you? The guy said, we'll see. A couple days later, his son was out uh, enjoying the horses and playing around and he fell off and broke his arm. A friend came over and he's like, man you're only your only source of, of of work your son, the man who helps you plow the fields. what are you going to do? You're getting too old to plow them. Can't do anything without him. The Guy said, we'll see. About uh, two and a half weeks later, war broke out, and the government was coming through all the small towns to recruit young men to go to war, and his son had a broken arm, so he didn't have to go off to war, and the chances of dying in that war were highly, really high. And Frank and was like, wow, that is that is just incredible. This is this just incredible. All the guy said was, we'll see point being is there's a lot of chaos going on in the world right now and a lot of change, a lot of shift. Um, I would assume most people, if their only reference is, if their only point of reference is the mine, there's probably a lot of negative or so they say COVID, maybe job loss, maybe not as much money coming in, maybe business is down, maybe someone's sick, whatever it may be, it's, it's, it's going to change and it'll come out of it. And we'll see. Someone still has a job. Lucky them. We'll see. Someone lost their job. Oh, man, that's too bad. I guess we'll see. COVID-19. Oh, that is terrible what it's doing to this planet. We'll see. We have a lot of boxes and constructs we have built up. And those boxes and constructs were taught to us. They were taught to us by people who love us. They were taught to us by people who had their heart in the right place, by people who wanted the best for us. Friends, parents, family members, religious leaders, neighbors, mentors. But one word, a couple words. Ignorance begets more ignorance. And if you have a box in your head or a construct in your head of something you believe or think needs to happen, and it doesn't, and that expectation is not met, Suffering occurs. And I'm assuming there's a lot of suffering going on right now. But remember, sadness and suffering are two drastically different things. Sadness is a passing thought. Suffering is not wanting to be sad. Losing a job, that sucks. Not wanting to lose your job, that's suffering. Now, I understand you're human and there's no... no, <laughs> Unless you're a sociopath and love pain... You don't want to lose your job. I understand. You don't want to deal with COVID-19. I understand. But accepting things how they are is where the power and the peace comes in. Wanting things to be different than they are is the suffering. We are misguided thinking that the loss of a job or COVID-19 or anything such as that is the suffering. That is not suffering. That is simply an action. And how we choose to react to that action either causes things to be okay and we move on knowing it will pass and it will or causing suffering by not enjoying how things are. Now, again, I, I'm sorry if you're using the word enjoy, you don't have to enjoy it, but accepting things how they are and not having really a reference to good or bad <clears throat> will keep you open to whatever there is to come in your way during this time. If we are suffering becoming the victim and having a very difficult time with this, we're going to be really closed off. The boxes and constructs are also something that comes with the path, meditation, trying to clear things up. We have a construct in our head of what meditation should do. We have a construct in our head of what this path should do. We have a construct in our head, maybe we're Catholic and we think meditation is Buddhist and we don't know if we should do it before praying. We have an unbelievable amounts of boxes and constructs that simply restrict us. We have an infinite universe. We have an infinite amount of choices, an infinite amount of things to do, but we are continuously boxing them down. We are Republican or Democrat. We are black or white. We are Catholic or an atheist. We are right or wrong. We're employed or not employed. Every time we choose a site, every time we choose a division, we're making the box that we function from smaller and smaller and smaller, and we're suffocating life. Into what we want to grow. Suffocating life into what we want to grow. Those boxes and constructs must be broken. And there is fear in removing those boxes and constructs because we feel comfortable in them even though they cause suffering. We feel comfortable in the boxes even though they cause suffering. Our rational thought process with how things are going on around us, how we live, how our mind works, our beliefs and what we've been taught. It's completely irrational. But that's all we know. Our only point of reference has been our mind, because that's the only thing that's ever been taught to us. True knowing is past the mind. And there's a whole other universe past the mind. The mind is a finite tool trying to figure out the infinite. A finite tool trying to figure out the infinite. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. We meditate. We gain clarity. We spend time past the mind. We start to dip into that infinite. We start to gain the energy of the universe, not the finite energy of this body that needs sleep every night, not the finite energy of this body that is just passed out, exhausted every day and night because of the millions of thoughts that go through our head. One we're pulling towards, one we're pushing away. One we're pulling towards, one we're pushing away. We're excited now, now we're negative. We got these boxes. We think this is good. We think that's bad. Right or wrong. Just continuously back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That's the only thing we've known. There is a different way. These boxes and constructs of who you are, of what it's like, of balance, of happiness, of what it's like to have a two-year-old kid, what it's like to be a new father, What it's like to lose a job, what it's like to be Christian, what it's like to meditate, what it's like to do anything is one of, not one of, it is the most restrictive thing we do to ourselves. But again, it is the only frame of reference we have. We have to be okay losing that frame of reference. We lose that, we gain the universe. We lose ourselves, we gain the universe. (laughs) Those boxes and constructs I'll give you a good example. I work out, I lift, I've been told I need six meals, seven meals a day to keep muscle on. I've been told I need six to eight hours of sleep, or you will be exhausted. I've been told a numerous amount of things about diet, working out, sleep, work, whatever. So I lived that way. Well, I went from six to seven meals a day to intermittent fasting for sixteen hours a day and eating twice a day. The only thing I've lost is fat. I've kept the muscle. I still have uh, more. I actually have more energy than I've had before. I have more muscle mass than I've had before. And I sleep less at night because I don't need the sleep. But again, in the past, I had subconsciously told myself, if I did not get eight hours, my day was just screwed. So if I got seven and a half subconsciously or consciously, I'd say, shit, it's going to be a tough day. That's my construct. That's not reality. I started to notice I needed less sleep. I'd get four, five, six hours, and I'd wake up, perfect energy. Great energy at the gym, great energy at work. Things started to shift. I didn't really care what was going to happen during the day. I didn't have a frame of reference. I didn't have a box that if I didn't hit this, which very rarely do our expectations get met. I didn't have an expectation. I just took the moment for what it was worth, just moment by moment by moment. We can do that. The future, tomorrow, that sun's going to come up tomorrow, whether you're worried about it, whether you've planned for it, whether you just accept the moment right now, sun's still coming up. You have no control over that. We've got to get rid of these boxes. Now they can't be forced. We can't be forced to let go. We can't be forced or suppress this. If we suppress it or force it, it's just gonna come back up. It's gonna come, come back up heavier and uglier. But we have a tool. I would assume most people on listening to this text, I've probably helped, med- helped uh, t- teach meditation or how to clear things out. You have the tool, consistent meditation, will continue to do what you're doing. You will have a tool that will, as a natural byproduct, you will naturally let these attachments dissolve. These boxes will dissolve. You'll start to open up more. Again, these boxes and references are very, very restrictive. If you have been told your entire life that when you have a new child, you are not sleeping, you just got four years of no sleep, probably what's going to happen. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. Maybe you'll have a a night where you don't sleep, maybe you'll have a night where you do sleep. But this continuous reference back to something you've been taught by someone's own experience, not your own, just continuously restricts us and sets these boxes up and these expectations that simply just most likely will not be met. Continue to meditate. Continue to clear things up, find that clarity, and everything you see in this world will start start to look a little bit differently. Issues will not be issues. Problems will not be problems. Things that bothered you will not bother you as much in the future. As that story at the beginning of this text said, you have a great day today. Everything was perfect. Work was perfect. More money in the bank, great big order, whatever. We'll see. Tomorrow's a terrible day. Something happened just negative. Oh, I just can't believe that happened. We'll see.
0: Was that a powerful message or what? Guys, I'm telling you, like so many of us, myself included, we're getting so caught up in what is happening right now, and I firmly believe that the best thing we can do is go within and focus on ourselves. and as much as many of you know that I love business and I'm always go 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 and I have so many business ideas I'm trying my best to use this time to go within and do my own work and the more that I see conspiracies of what's going on whether this is the government rolling out 5g or anything like that that may or may not have heard about I have faith that this is an awakening. But then the day, we'll see. And I'll catch you on the next episode of the Soul Seeker Podcast.